intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome back to the Master Plan. And folks, I managed to get an actual Cowboys fan with us today. This is a big day because I've done one Cowboys episode in the past talking about Dak Prescott and how I didn't think he was worth the money. And so today I was able to find in Massachusetts, yes, an actual Cowboys fan. So we know they're intolerable. This one, this Cowboys fan, not that intolerable. I mean, he's pretty. He's a pretty run-of-the-mill guy. So, I would like you to please give a warm welcome to my favorite Cowboys fan, Nick Cross. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. What's up, Michael? Thanks for having me, man. Uh, you know, it's going to be hard to find anything good to say about the Cowboys, but... Uh, I'll, I'll do my best to. Well, well I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find something. I'm sure we're not going to go. We're not going to go after after today. I, I think. I think we can find something. Right. So let's actually let's talk about the Cowboys game today. So this is being recorded on after the Cowboys huge win over the four and six Minnesota Vikings, bringing the Cowboys to a sterling record of three and seven, and they'll be playing the football team. Tomorrow on Thanksgiving for a huge divisional matchup, a couple of three and seven teams meeting. Nick, your impressions of the Cowboys playing today? How'd they play? Honestly, with Andy Dalton back, it seemed like um, as a result, Zeke was able to get a lot uh, more quality rushes, seeing as the defense wasn't just keying on the run anymore. They mm-hmm. actually had a passing game today. Uh, C.D. Lamb actually looked great. We had that really nice catch in the end zone. That was a beauty, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was that was one of the better catches I've seen uh, oh. in my time as a Cowboys fan, for sure. Um, so that, that was definitely nice to see. And then overall, I mean, the, the defense had, his, had its flaws, but uh, overall they were able to kind of clutch it out and get us the win. Yeah, I mean, you know, here, here's the thing. I, you know, people, I think there's two ways you can react to this game. One way you can react to it is, hey, man, Vikings are on, we're on a three-game win streak. They come, it's a way game for the Cowboys. Cowboys win it in a shootout. You know, they were, a, they were able to overcome their offensive struggles, and they were able to, you know, keep Dalvin Cook semi-bottled up. You know, they didn't have a guy like Garrett Gilbert or Ben DiNucci back, back slinging the rock today. So Andy Dalton, the red rifle, looked uh, somewhat semi-capable today, which I think is a good thing. Um, But on the other hand, you know, you look at it the other way where the Vikings were off a short week, so they played Monday Night Football, and the Cowboys were off a bye week, right? And the Vikings secondary has been less than impressive all season long. It's a young secondary. It's a young defense without a pass rush. So – the Cowboys scoring points really shouldn't have been a surprise. It wasn't a surprise to me. Um, they nearly lost the game. You know, if, if you know, that ball, it was at the end of the game, Andy Dalton slings that little slant pass in, and I think it was number 22 for the Vikings had 
two hands in the ball and probably should have picked it off in the end zone. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was a you know, look, a good game for the Cowboys isn't saying very much at this point. But I thought they played well offensively. They looked capable. Defensively, they didn't look like like really really bad. They looked marginal. But this game, you know, on Thanksgiving is a big one. I think if the Cowboys lose this one, I don't see how they keep pace in the division. You know, looking at the season ahead, they got they got to play the Ravens. They'll play the Niners. They'll beat the Bengals now that Burrow is out, and then they got the cow. Then they got the Eagles and the Giants. Which, so I mean, there is room for them to win this division. You know, like there is room, but they've got to win. You know, at least five of their next six, I think, and that's that's a tall task for for the Cowboys at this point, I think. But um, so Nick, let's move back to when unfortunately Dak Prescott got injured this season. Now, what are your thoughts, being a Cowboys fan, on Jerry Jones not paying Dak Prescott, and now the Cowboys really not having any offense at, be, before this week, like since Dak Prescott? What are your thoughts on how that all played out? Uh, it definitely makes me upset. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge Dak fan, and o- overall I'd love to see him kind of come back with the Cowboys and be our franchise quarterback because – as, as I think the Cowboys management has seen over the last few games, I mean, maybe not today. Today we actually played well, but clearly Dak was a huge leader on the offense and they, they kind of needed him as, as a leader and as a player in order to actually function as a team. Uh, it seemed like there were, we had like a lot of offensive struggles with the defense kind of just completely shutting down Zeke and not having a quarterback for a while. With Dalton back, sure, it was better, but it's nothing in comparison to the Dak's numbers at the beginning of the season. You know, he was projected to break a bunch of records. He was having... Uh, he was having a stellar season. season. Yeah, no, he For really sure. was. You know, and, so... And honestly, yeah, I feel ahead. like the Cowboys management should be able to see that and be like, okay, like, he, he's our guy, but football is a business and so honestly you never know if he's going to come back the same and I wonder if that's what the Cowboys management is thinking as well. Well you know I think what you just said brings up a couple very interesting questions right like primarily the Cowboys will probably have a pretty decent pick in the draft this year you know given their record given that they're three and seven it's likely that they'll have a pretty decent pick. Now if they're in position to get a quarterback, they, they might end up drafting one because the health of Dak Prescott going into next season is unknown. He's, he's you know, unlike Alex Smith, right? Even talking about Alex Smith, it's very similar injury. It's not the exact same injury, but Alex Smith's injury, you know, it's really limited his mobility. Before, he wasn't, you know, a super mobile quarterback, but he is definitely less mobile than he was now. I mean, obviously, he made comments like, I'm watching Philip Rivers game tape now as someone who doesn't move. So Dak Prescott used his movement a lot, getting out of the pocket, running, you know, not nearly as much as a guy like Lamar Jackson does, not as necessarily reliant, but definitely to a certain extent. Well, you know, the, the big question is, is how, how much is this going to change his game? You know, and, and will it change it to such an extent that he's just not the same player and can't get it done on the field? I think that's an interesting question. And that poses a lot of questions for the Cowboys going into the draft because 
you know, Dak's definitely going to ask for a price, a high price going into this, this next season, given what's happened to the Cowboys this season. And, you know, I was having this discussion a couple months ago. Dak is good. He's a really good quarterback, but he's not great. He, I, I don't think he's like Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's like Aaron Rodgers. He's not like great. He's really good, though. And how much the question is, how much are you willing to pay for a really good quarterback? And, and it's going to come down to, you know, whether Jerry and Dak can agree on a number. And and honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't know what that number is going to be because, I you know, I know Dak wants to be paid a lot. And, you know, every game that the Cowboys struggle offensively is more is more, you know, more power to him. Right. Giving him more, you know, leverage. But at the same time, Jerry's definitely not going to overpay for Dak, you know, at all. Like, he, he would have done that already, and I think at this point, I don't think he would do that. I think he would either trade, free agency, draft. I mean, there's plenty of options for him. So it's it brings up a lot of interesting questions for the Cowboys going into this offseason, and I'm, I'm excited. Now, Nick, would you like to see Dak come back? Or would you like, you know, what, what do you what do you think you would – what do you want to see happen? What do you think will happen? So in my opinion, I mean, even looking back at the scores of uh, the last – the last few games, clearly the offense isn't isn't functional without Jack. Since since he left, like they played against the Cardinals, scored ten points. Washington three points. Eagles nine points. Like those should be games where you're racking up twenty plus points and at least making it a game. Right. When Dak when Dak was playing, they were constantly in the high thirties, even forty points against some team. Right. Uh, the, the only outstanding game was the game against the Rams, first game of the season. You know, nobody had a preseason. It was a little bit of a rusty game. But mm-hmm. besides that, Dak clearly carried the offense. But the issue was they didn't win most of those games because they still let up 49 points to the Browns. Well, I mean, you know, right. They, they, they should have been 0-4 going through the first four weeks of the season, right? I mean, the Falcons should have never had lost that game. Against the Cowboys, the, the thing is, the, Cal- the the Falcons should have never scored thirty nine points against the Cowboys in the first place. Right, right. No, that's that's one hundred percent accurate. The Cowboys' defense this season, you know, you know, they have not. It's not been good. You know, the Vikings game tonight again. It was a great example of of a Cowboys defense that wasn't good. I mean, Kirk Cousins putting up three hundred plus yards. Dalvin Cook over a hundred yards on the ground. And if it wasn't for, you know, you know, the Vikings not picking that ball off in the end zone or, you know, that that game winning drive of the the Vikings just not or or that last drive of the Vikings not happening because Justin Jefferson drops one and and Thielen drops one. You know, I mean, we're talking about a very different story. We're talking about a Cowboys team that's now two and eight and completely falling apart at the seams. So. You know, the Cowboys' defense has not been good this season. And I think that tells us a lot about our head coach, Mike McCarthy, and our defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan, right? Because this Cowboys' defense, it's very interesting, right? Because, you know, they have a bunch of guys. They have Leighton Vanderesh, They have Fiberglass Sean Lee. He's always injured. So that's the nickname that we give him. Um, you know, obviously, they let, you know, Byron Jones went away in free agency. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of sh- like we've seen some parts of the Cowboys defense that definitely should be playing better. 
But it seems like scheme-wise, they're just getting you know burn, burn, burn every single time. You know, it seemed like the Vikings offense is able to run pretty smoothly tonight for the most part, putting up 28 points is no no slouch effort. Um, I, you know, again, the Cowboys defense, you know, led up 23 to a bad Eagles team, 25 to a bad football team, Washington football team. And then they let up 34 to the Giants, 38 to the Cardinals, 49 to the Browns, 38 to the Seahawks, 39 to the Falcons. I mean, those are those are big numbers right there. And you just wonder, will they be able to improve against the Washington football team this upcoming Thursday on Thanksgiving? It's a big game. You know, it's obviously, you know, on Thanksgiving, it's always a big game. I, I believe it's a home game for the Cowboys. So, yeah. Nick, what are your expectations going to this game for for the Cowboys? What do the Cowboys need to do to win, and 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 do you think they will win? So, seeing as the the Cowboys in the last game against Washington scored a pretty measly three three points, I, I feel like there's a lot to improve from there. I don't see how you can get worse than that. And, and of course, they could prove me wrong on that. You know, they could get shut out. But I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that does not happen. Um, the, the Washington football team's defense is actually, despite their record, not not terrible. Right. No, they, they played a nice game today. I mean, obviously, Joe Burrow got injured. But they pretty much stymied that pretty successful Bengals offense for quite a few weeks, you know, for, for quite a while in that game. But continue. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it, seem, it seems like every week they're kind of proving me wrong, at least on the defensive side. Of course, like at quarterback, they've had some struggles. Um, Alex Smith, I think, is their starting quarterback right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he he came in, and he, he's, he's been looking all right, but, you know, there, there's always room to improve on the offense. Really, the big star on their offense is uh, McLaurin, who's – Really, really kind of carrying their team on the offensive end. Yeah, I know. I got him on my fantasy team. He's been a big part of, you know, a couple wins yeah, this season. Actually, along with uh, Antonio Gibson, their running back, those, those yeah. two combined have kind of uh, had a joint effort in giving them the, the three wins that they have. Right. Uh, and, and so I feel like the Cowboys' defense is not very good. But I, I feel like seeing as they – the Washington football team does not have many weapons on their offense. No, uh, I, feel, I feel like, like the, the issue with the Cowboys defense is that they have a few big names, but a bunch of just like average players. They don't really have mm-hmm. like really substantial uh, defense. They don't have a bunch of good players. They're either all average or superstars. Like in my opinion, Van Der Esch is uh, is somebody who I'd consider. Uh, like a very good player on the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but we just don't have enough of those players. But with such a with such a few with, with so few good players on the Washington football team, I feel like maybe we can get some matchups where we have our good defensemen uh, guarding those better better offensive right. players for the Washington football team, and hopefully leaving. Uh, hopefully leading to a low-scoring game for the Washington football team. Hopefully Zeke will pick it up with Andy Dalton back. And, right. You know, we'll, we'll finally be able to outscore a team <laughs> at a pretty large margin. So, you know, I think what you said, I think a lot of that is, you know, made some very excellent points there. But I think what would concern me 
is that the Washington defense has been relatively solid this season, especially that front. You have Akuda. That front four has been pretty good overall. Um, you know, my concern would be Andy Dalton's going to be forced to throw the ball. And, and you know, tonight we saw some – or, you know, this afternoon we saw some of that, some good flashes of, of, of the old red rifle. But I'm concerned that, you know, will, will the Cowboys be able to continue that going into the next week? You know, the one thing that, you know, if the Cowboys are to win this next game, they're going to have to beat Washington through the air because the Washington secondary is where they've had a lot of problems this season in terms of the deep ball and stuff like that. So I think for the Cowboys to win, Andy Dolan's going to be have to sling, be slinging the ball all across the field to C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, you know, Dalton Schultz, whoever it ends up being, he's going to have to throw the ball, throw the ball to win the game. Now on the other side of the football, Washington's offense has been steadily good. It's not incredible, but the Cowboys' defense, I think, I don't know how well it matches up to the Washington offense. You know, Alex Smith is a very precise quarterback. He's going to pick and choose his spots. I, you know, I, I don't know how well that works for 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 the scheme that Mike Nolan is running, and I just don't know how well the Cowboys will be able to stop Washington if they will be able to stop Washington on a consistent basis. You know, in my view, it's either going to be a super high scoring game, you know, like thirty to thirty, thirty to you know, something like that. It's going to be a low scoring, like 17, 14, 20 to seventeen. I don't really see anything in the middle because either both of these teams are going to play well defensively or I think both these teams are not going to play well defensively. It's going to be an offensive game. But it's going to be an interesting an interesting matchup to see. And with playoff implications as well because both these teams are 3-7, and seven, as I mentioned before. Now, Nick, obviously as a Cowboys fan, you want the Cowboys to make the playoffs. But with that being said, do you think that if they make the playoffs, it almost justifies that they had a good season and, and kind of it doesn't highlight all the problems that they had all season long? Or do you do not think that? Do you think if they make the playoffs, they still have to address those problems? You know, what are, what are your thoughts on kind of that 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 idea? So a lot of people kind of when when, when you're having a season where you're three and seven, a lot of people kind of have the mindset like, oh, okay, let's just tank, let's get let's get a good player in the draft that can help our team kind of rebound next season. The issue with doing that, I think, for the Cowboys is that that's kind of been the mindset for a while, and it hasn't really worked out. And I feel like the Cowboys need some momentum going into a season. So I feel like making the playoffs, you know, winning the division, even though the division is very much below par, it's by far the worst division in the NFL. Right. The leap of being what three seven and one, like that's that's horrible. Yeah, the like, Eagles are three six and one. Yeah, three, it's, six, it's bad. One, right, right. So having a team that is leading your division that has a worse record than some of the worst teams in other divisions. Like for example, I think the 49ers are, have a worse record or have a better record yep. than the best team in, in uh, the Cowboys division. 49ers, the Lions, a bunch of teams. Yes. They're, and they're all the worst teams in their division. So it's just, it, it would it would really be an embarrassment, I think, if, if they're unable to pull away in, in this division. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't win it by much, I feel like it will just like kind of give them confidence going into next season. Like, okay, without Dak, we were able to accomplish this. Now let's see what we can accomplish with Dak back. 
I feel like that's kind of going to be important for the seasons moving on, and hopefully we'll be able to, I guess, it, very much improve our defense for uh, ne- next season, give our offense uh, like a better chance to to pull ahead in these games without having the other team just constantly coming back with the score. No, no, that makes sense. So let me ask you a question. Mike McCarthy as a head coach, right? Obviously, you know, most of the season has not been the typical season that you'd expect to see with, you know, your backup quarterback playing, you know, the majority of the games. But earlier on the season, at least in those first five games, Cowboys did not look good defensively. And overall, they didn't look that good. You know, the Seahawks defense is terrible. They put up 31 on them. They, the Browns, you know, absolutely killed them. They almost lost to the Falcons. They got beat by the Rams and nearly got beat by the Giants, who put up 34 points, by the way, which is, was insane. So what are your thoughts on Mike McCarthy's coaching job this season? And would you like to see him as a head coach next season of the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, I, th- I think I would. Um, o- overall, I think it's I-, I think it's undoubtedly – that we, we have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And I feel like coming in here with such a broken team is a really difficult thing to do. Um, he, he didn't – like, he became our head coach fairly close to the beginning of the season, if I'm not mistaken. And I feel like he didn't really have a lot of time to, I guess, change up the team to fit maybe his style. Um, so I'm sure that this is hard for him to kind of get the team rallying, get some wins. But I feel like now that he's more adapting to the Cowboys – playbook and the Cowboys kind of function way of functioning. I feel like once we have Dak back, once we get some better uh, defensive players, maybe trade away some gap, some draft picks, get some, get some veteran uh, defensemen that will help carry our defense, be leaders. Um, hopefully that, that will help. Uh, I, I really like our offensive coordinator. Um, he, he's been, he's of course been doing a, a great job. Um, Naturally, it's hard when your starting quarterback goes down. No, yeah, no, I I agree. You know, Kellen Moore obviously has done a great job um, with the offense. I think this season, at least for the most part, Um, you know, obviously former backup quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, former Boise State quarterback. Um, But my question is, you know, Mike McCarthy kept Kellen Moore around because obviously management liked Kellen Moore. But he brought in Mike Nolan, who, you know, if we go back to his last season as a defensive coordinator, I think he was ranked 31st in the NFL in in defense. You know, how do you feel about a guy like Mike McCarthy bringing in Mike Nolan, who didn't see success his last time in the NFL, which was, you know, quite a few years ago, bringing him in this year and seeing more of that continue? Uh, Honestly, I mean, I think it's – Fairly clear. I, I don't. I don't like the move at all. Um, I feel like you that you definitely want to approach even somebody who maybe is not as experienced. Maybe maybe bring in somebody young like a Kellen Moore that you like you did uh, last year. Maybe a former player um, who, who can who does not have the same bad reputation that Mike Nolan did. Um, right. Like you said, 31st in the league is not, is not very It's not good where you want to be at. No. Yeah, and I don't understand why you'd approach somebody like that with a defense that is already falling apart. 
Um, I don't think a bad coach with a bad defense is going to be very successful. <laughs> no, that's, typ- that's not typically the method for success. But yeah. so let me ask you. Now, Jerry Jones is probably the most involved owner in the NFL, right? He's I, I think he's the GM of the Cowboys himself, right? So how do you feel about Jerry Jones? I mean, obviously I feel he's a pretty controlling owner, and I, I believe he hired – Mike McCarthy because he knew Mike McCarthy wouldn't disagree with what he was saying, what he wanted, what he envisioned for America's team. But how do you feel about Jerry Jones? Do you like him? Do you wish he would take a step back? Do you wish they would hire a GM? What what, what do you what would you like to see from Jerry Jones uh, going forward? I mean, honestly, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Um, it it's really hard to say because I, I haven't been a Cowboys fan for long enough for me to even know what the Cowboys were like before Jerry Jones, you know? Um, right. Like, I have, I have no idea how controlling he's being in comparison to the rest of the NFL coaches, and I have no idea if it will help or hurt the Cowboys for him to step down. It's really hard to tell. Um, of course, our, our um, like we said, our defensive coaching is really, really bad. Um, and I feel like maybe if he were to kind of initiate some form of recruitment for a better uh, defensive coach, that that would be that would be really uh, helpful. However, like maybe it would be nice to see him take a step down, just considering the fact that whatever's been happening. Is clearly not working, you know. So why not just change up, change up the approach, see if it works better. And if it doesn't work, then you do just kind of go back to what you were working with and try to improve it in other ways. But I feel like just kind of sticking with the same method is not going to help us in any way, seeing as we're not getting any better doing so. That's a great answer. So my final question, because I think a lot of people are wondering this, and and not being a Cowboys fan, it's it's difficult to kind of understand. But the Cowboys, obviously, I don't think they're going to be any sort of contender this year for for a title. Obviously, last year was a disappointment. They ended up they, they ended eight and eight and missed the playoffs. The year before that, um, I was what was that? It was twenty eighteen. They missed. I think they went either they went ten and six. So my question for you is going forward, you know, do you think that the Cowboys are title contenders next season? And what does it say about the Cowboys if they're not able to, you know, achieve the goals that you believe that they should achieve next season? What does that say for you about the Cowboys and and how do you see them going forward? Well, for me, the worst part of being a Cowboys fan is that they always seem to underperform. You know, like there's there's all these memes and like all these, I guess, articles that are like, this is going to be the Cowboys year. You know, we, we drafted CeeDee Lamb pretty late in the first round, which was not expected at all. And then he ended up being great, but we still end up falling apart as a team. And I feel like that happens so much more to the Cowboys than any other team in the NFL. And that's what makes it really hard to be a Cowboys fan. They always seem to underperform. And I do not think by any means that we are kind of um, – title contenders next year uh, I feel like the Chiefs are just way too good the Saints the Bucks I mean even though the Saints blew out the Bucks but you know that's not the point there are just so many better teams that just have so much more talent I feel like it's going to take a few years for us to completely rebuild our defense before we're going to be at a 
position where we're, you know, making it far into the playoffs. I could see us being a, being the leaders in our division this year and maybe even next year, but that's not a testament to the to the quality of the Cowboys team. It's a testament to the poor quality of the rest of their, their The rest division. of the NFCs. Nick, yeah. that is – I think that might be one of the best, most succinct answers I've ever heard on the podcast. I, that honestly – was incredible. And and I will say this, you know, we always, you know, there are a lot of these, you know, ideas about delusional Cowboys fans. You know, it, it is one of the most more toxic fan bases uh, in, in, in the NFL, in, in sports, obviously. You got the Eagles, you know, you got you got the Yankees. Yeah, there are quite a few teams out there whose fan bases are pretty, pretty toxic. And the Cowboys have to be one of them. Nick, I would say, put up a very, very good you know, representation for the Cowboys and, and honestly, you know, gave some very good answers to that. I think that, you know, for all of us who aren't Cowboys fans, it, it kind of puts everything into light and kind of sees, you know, we're able to kind of envision how, how actual Cowboys fans feel about their team. Um, so, you know, thank you, Nick, for, for joining me here today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on. And, you know, anytime you want to vent about the Cowboys or talk about something else, you're more than welcome to come back. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say. You know, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I think I'll have one coming out. So this will be on Wednesday. So Sunday, and that one will be a, a, a good one on teams going into the offseason and, and kind of what, what I expect and what Benny Gilligan expect them to do or what we think they should do. That will be a good one. And, uh, yeah, have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll hear me next time. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Looking for his first hit of the year. He drives one. Deep left field. That goes up to Back near the wall. It's out of here. Bartolo has done it. The impossible has happened.